welcome to the Fulfillment Project. I'm your host, Sarah Fennell, international fitness model and former IFBB Pro figure athlete, turned personal development sponge, entrepreneur, and online marketing junkie. I want to have it all in life, and I am not afraid to admit it. This show is for high-performing, high-vibing humans who are ready to take action, step through their fears, and up-level their life and business. Join me as we take one more step closer to that today. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to The Fulfillment Project. This is your space where I help you build a fulfilling life and business because that's what it's all about, right? We don't want to build a business and not be fulfilled and we don't want to live our life and not be fulfilled either. So I totally believe that the two go hand in hand. And the topic today is going to be about stress. Now, this is a little bit of an unsexy topic We hear this word all the time. It's something that we always deal with, but we're going to make this kind of light and fun and enjoyable because it's a topic that I think everybody needs to learn how to manage. And and that's what it is. It's managing stress because these stimulations or these circumstances or these stories that we tell ourselves in our head that get us worked up, they're never really going to go away. And at the end of the day, you're probably building a business like myself. So not only do we have life stress, we have business stress as well. And this uh, this question actually came in from uh, a woman named Zita. She reached out on Instagram. She's like, I love your show. I love your podcast. And she asked me a couple of questions. We were chatting back and forth. And I said, hey, I'm, I'm always open to topics about the show. You know, I I make this show for you guys. So if you guys ever have any questions or a topic you want me to elaborate on, let me know. And she she gave me two topics. And, you know, I thought about maybe doing a, a question and answer period. But I think that this topic alone really needs to dive deep into because it's it's a whole episode on its own. Before I do get into that, uh, I just want to throw out that I'm going to be doing something fun uh, over the next month or two. I want to take two of you onto my show and do a live coaching session with you. No charge to you at all. I thought that this would be a really fun, interactive way for me to help you out of you know my own heart and goodness and also allow us to help our listeners as well because you would be surprised at how many circumstances I come across with our clients that are so intertwined and interconnected and we're all kind of dealing with the same shit going on in life, but yet some people don't want to stand up and talk about it. So if this piques your interest, if you want to do about a 30 to 60 minute coaching session with me live here on the show, we'll do a recording. I want you to go to www.sarahfennel.com backslash apply. And you're just going to see a simple like three or four questions to fill out there. And, you know, I'm going to pick two people to come on and do a recording and do some coaching with. So if this is open to you, we can talk about marketing. We can talk about high performance. We can talk about your business model. We could talk about launching. We could talk about Instagram. I want you to let me know what is your biggest frustration happening right now in your business? And also, what is your biggest desire? You know, if you could wave a wand and, you know, I snap my fingers and things are all better, what is your ideal condition and situation that you want? And then I'm going to dive deep in and give you some coaching advice on how to get that. So this is going to be massive benefit for you and to our audience as well. So go to sarahfennel.com backslash apply and uh, you'll see that there. And I'm excited to, to roll these out over the next few weeks. 
All right. So we're going to talk about stress. Now, stress, what we have to understand first off, what is stress? So stress is, it's obviously, it's an emotion that we feel. But what it really is, is it's an, it's an energy and it's a vibration in the body. So we get into these states and we're like, oh, I don't like this feeling. And there's a massive range of vibration with this to the point where it can cause massive anxiety and pain and, and a situation that really needs to be mended. And it's also, it's, it's the story that we tell ourselves in our head. And most of the time we can spin or we can get worked up. Or we can start, you know, just going into these stories of of what is happening. And most likely, we live in stress because we're living a little bit in the future. And that's, that's where, like, anxiety and stress will come from is we're thinking about what we have to do or what we should be doing or deadlines coming up or time restraints that we have of, of things that are coming up. So stress is an energy vibration of us living in the future of a story that hasn't even happened. So that's the first thing that we need to understand. And when we understand that, we can take a lot of pressure off ourselves because we can change that story going on in our head. And I'm going to go through four with a little bit of a bonus. So let's call it five, five key points here on, on how to help you work through this. So number one, I want you to ask yourself, is this your drama? So stress is drama. Stress is a story going on in your head. Is this your drama that you're living into? And, and here's a really, really great example for you. Joe and I uh, were down in Orlando for the past two days. We were at our own business mastermind with Pat Rigsby. And we're short for time because we have the kids this weekend. So we had to be back on Friday night. And our mastermind went Thursday and half day Friday. So we had to catch a, a flight home Friday night to get home to be able to pick the kids up this morning. And... Uh, we had a connecting flight in Washington, D.C. from Orlando, and the flight was an hour delayed. So that's the first thing. <laughs> the flight is an hour delayed, so we're getting home an hour later than expected. So we were uh, supposed to arrive home at 11.50 at night. Now we're going to 12.50. So we're like, okay, great. That was a little bit of stress, but we're like, whatever. Uh, we land... We're going to the parking garage to find our vehicle, and I go to put the the pay stub into, you know, the ticket machine where you go and you pay for your parking for the days that you've spent there. And a, and a message comes up on the screen, and it says, invalid parking lot. And I was like, okay. So then we realized that we flew out of Terminal 1. And no, we flew out of Terminal 3 at Pearson Airport in Toronto, but we flew into Terminal 1. So we're like, oh, okay, we're in the wrong terminal. And we saw, you know, how, uh, I don't know if your airport works like this, but you can have bridges so you don't have to go outside to the cold. So you're going, you know, through an, uh, an, an inside bridge from the terminal into the parking garage. We saw that there was another bridge a little ways down. So we're like, okay, that must be Terminal 3 that we need to get to. So we walk out of the parking garage, back into Terminal 1, around you know, a bit of the terminal out to another uh, bridge and into a parking garage, find the parking machine again, put the ticket in again. It says invalid parking garage. And we're like, what the F is going on? And then we realized that there were two bridges to the same parking lot in the same terminal. We didn't even get out of terminal one. You know, we're following the signs, but it's a little confusing. It's, it's midnight at this point by the time that we land. 
And we realized that we need to take a tram, like a train, to Terminal 3. So we got to find the tram, then find find Terminal 3, and then find the parking garage. Uh, and at this point, Joe is getting very frustrated. So Joe had to get up at 6 a.m. this morning because he had to go pick up his son, and he had to go to hockey because he coaches his son's hockey team. At this point, it is uh, 1 o'clock in the morning, and he needs to get up at 6. And we also live about 35 minutes away from the airport. So at this point, he's about to maybe get about four hours of sleep after a long day of travel plus being in mastermind. So his stress and his anxiety is rising. And we're trying to find this terminal. We're trying to find the parking garage. There's another gentleman who we find is lost as well. And, you know, I'm kind of following him. Joe's getting a little worked up and and heated and raising his voice at me because I'm lost as well. So he's transferring his stress and his anxiety, his energy, the story going on in his head about he needs to get home, he needs to get to sleep, he needs to get up. And I can start to feel that rising in myself. So, you know, long story short, we we find the parking garage, we get home. But by the time we get home, it's after 2 a.m. But we have to understand that, you know, are we feeding into other people's drama and stress? And I've done a really great job at, you know, trying to manage this with friends, manage this with family members. And of course, you know, managing this with, with an intimate relationship, someone who you spend most of your time with. Plus, Joe is my business partner as well. So I have to be careful that I don't take on his stress because that affects me as well. So, you know, we transfer these energies. We collect these energies. We feed off of other people's reactions. That's just naturally what we do as humans. But is it in my best interest to get worked up as well for him over his stress and his story in his head? No, and and I didn't. I didn't get worked up last night. I stayed calm. And I think, you know, the person that can stay calm in situations is the one who is the most level-headed as well. Because the more you get worked up and the more you get stressed, guess what? You get more stress and frustration. So that's number one is, you know, making sure that it's your drama that you're feeding into. Because reality is, like what I said when we started this, there is stuff happening every single day that we need to deal with, that we need to manage, that we need to make sure that we're not getting worked up over. Plus, if you're feeding into other people's dramas and stories and stress, that just compounds onto you. So number one, is this your story and drama that you're feeding into? If you realize that it's not, cool, it's yours, this is going on in your head, you need to ask yourself, is this worth me getting worked up about? There are a lot of people who get worked up over the silliest things, who actually feed off of this energy vibration. So those people who there's stuff always going wrong in their life. They're always late. They're always close to deadline. They're always maybe missing appointments or, you know, just, you know, it's just those people where it's like shit just seems to stick to them. So you need to ask, you know, is this worth me getting worked up about? Because if you... And consciously, you don't enjoy the stress, but on an unconscious level, you can almost be addicted to this cortisol spike because it's a cortisol spike, it's an adrenaline spike, and it gives you a certain vibration that you in the moment might not think that you like, but, you know, over a long term, you feed off of that heightened energy. You know, you look at those people who, 
you know, maybe those couples who they're always fighting. There's always drama. Maybe you have a friend who, you know, you're always in drama with, you know, or is always starting starting to start something or is always looking for problems. If you're always looking for problems, you're addicted to stress. And that's the first thing that you need to realize is, am I am I actually feeding into this? And is this worth me getting worked up about? So it's massive self-awareness. And I mean, we can have daily stress. Maybe there's bills that are going to be due and, and there's that money scarcity stress. Maybe you have client work and obligations coming up and there's that time restraint. Maybe you're just overloaded with priorities. So it's having that, that awareness, stepping back and going, okay, what is bothering me right now? What is making me feel worked up? What is making me feel like I'm looking forward to? Again, because we're, we're living in the, in the future usually of, of things that are going to happen. So it's usually time constraints. There's scarcity. There's drama that we think is going to happen. Um, worrying about traffic. Worrying about the weather. Like there's all sorts of things that we can get worked up over. I'm just asking, is this worth me getting worked up about? And when we start to realize what is it that's working me up and is it worth it, then we can start to step back and say, okay, is this a priority for me right now to fix? If it's not, let it go. Now, as easy as as that sounds, we're going to help you with that in point number three here. But, you know, is this, you know, can I just let this go and worry about this later? And to let something go for point number three here is that meditation and grounding can be the best thing for you. So when we have a bunch of stuff flying around in our mind, or we're thinking about a bunch of stuff coming up, or the time restraints, or the bills, or you know the drama going on in our life, the best thing you can do is calm your mind. And we don't do that in an active state. We usually do that in a state of stopping, of being still, of clearing your mind, and releasing all the tabs that are open in your brain. So the brain kind of works like a, let's think about, uh, you have a browser open on your computer, and you have many different tabs open in that browser, or maybe you have many different windows open. And we keep them open because we think to ourselves, oh, I need to come back to that but I just don't have time right now. So I'm going to leave this browser open. Or maybe, you know, you've got five projects on the go that you're working on at various times, but you want to keep all those tabs open. So when we have all these tabs open in our mind, so maybe you're thinking about the groceries that you need to pick up, the client calls that you need to have, um, activities with the kids, bills that you need to pay coming up, uh, you know, Maybe it's obligations with your family. You know, the list goes on and on of the obligations and, and requirements of us as a, as a human being living in this life. But if we keep all of these tabs open in our mind, we actually don't fully release ourselves from them. And this is when we can get into that state of anxiety because we're thinking about, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this. And you have a gazillion things going on in your mind when you're really trying to maybe just write an email. But yet you have all this stuff going on in your mind. You feel stressed. And you're like, ah. I shouldn't feel like this right now. So meditation is the best thing for you to be able to close down a lot of these tabs and it allows you to focus on just being present. Again, remember, stress is living in the future of what's going to happen or the things that we need to do. 
So when we're not present and we're living in all this stuff that needs to happen, we're living in the future, which creates stress and anxiety. So in order to live in the moment and be present and close those tabs, meditation. Now, if you're not used to meditation, this can take some time. And meditation is, for me, it's kind of like working out. Sometimes you go to the gym and you rock your workout. You're like, woo, I effing nailed that. And other times you get there and you're like, okay, let's just go through the motion. Let's get this done. I'm putting in the work. And sometimes you get there and you're like, nope, this is not happening today. Maybe I'm just going to lay here and stretch a little bit. So meditation is the same thing because you're never in the same state and you can never really get into the exact same state all of the time. So giving yourself the space to be able to learn and grow into your meditation practice, much like your workouts, is what I suggest. We have a meditation room in our house. I love it. Um, and, I, and I go through phases, much like working out with being super consistent and then falling off of it and reminding myself, okay, I need to get back to this. And, you know, if this is, if you're a newbie to meditation, honestly, just go to YouTube and Google 10-minute relaxing meditation. Like start with giving yourself 10 minutes. You don't need 20, 45, 60 minutes set aside on probably your high anxiety, stressed mind thinking you don't have time right now. Give yourself 10 minutes. And if you can't take 10 minutes for yourself in silence, I think you need to readjust, you know, where your priorities at. Because if you want to be that awesome, high-performing person that I know that you want to be, you need to focus on yourself first. And when you manage your mind, you manage your stress. The other thing I want to tap in here is grounding. And this is something that I, I recently found. And I'm sure you've heard of this word, ground yourself or grounding techniques or, you know, putting your feet on the ground, for your bare feet on the grass or the ground will ground you. And I never really understood this concept before I've started to see a, um, an energy healer. She's an intuitive. She does acupuncture and she's helping me manage my stress and anxiety because I, I you know, I've talked about this here on the show. I was having anxiety attacks last summer. Um, Brenda Johnston has helped me a lot with that, but I'm learning to really understand my own energetic physical being, spiritual being, and, and how that works hand in hand. And a lot of the times if we get stressed or we're in anxiety or we have those racing thoughts, for me, I've learned that I'm actually living outside of my body. And this is a concept that I didn't even know existed. I'm like, oh, that kind of makes sense because I feel like I'm living in my head and I'm not really inside myself, like integrating everything that's happened. And when I get in my head, I, I start to spin. The stress goes up. The, the anxiety goes up. And, you know, like what I said earlier, I, I realized that I am actually addicted to the stress and to that high vibration. And I think that this came from competing in fitness competitions for five, five to six years of having the deadline and having the, the stress and that high, high, high performance. It creates a state that is it's, it's a little bit euphoric and, and stress is that same high cortisol, high adrenaline state that, you know, sometimes we're like, you might think to yourself, well, I'm not enjoying stress. It's still the same chemicals running through your body. So I've realized that I am a little addicted to stress and I, I need to really manage where is this coming from. So with grounding yourself, 
uh, you can find little 10-minute grounding techniques on YouTube. They have actually helped me. Um, again, uh, I'm seeing uh, an energy healer as well to help me with this, to help me understand how to manage this. And it's just about bringing yourself back into your body and being connected with the earth. And like, I, you know, I'm, I'm a mildly spiritual person. I'm growing into it more and learning more about myself. But I never thought about myself being connected to the ground and to the earth. And these meditations, what they'll do is, you know, for 10 minutes, first it's uh, these, sorry, these grounding videos. At first, it's a little bit like a meditation to get you calm, to get you present, to clear your head. And then what it does is it helps you transfer the energy, you know, from up in your head down into your body, to all of your body, down your arms, into your fingertips, down your torso, down into your legs, to your feet, and then having that energy flow out of you into the earth's surface, into the earth core, and grounding at the very, very center of the earth. And when you go through this after getting into this present state, you come out of it, and like literally within 10 minutes, I feel so much better. I feel lighter. The tabs are closed in my mind, and I feel like I'm actually back and present in my body. So if you're someone who does deal with a lot of high anxiety, a lot of spinning in your head, you got a gazillion tabs open in your brain, I suggest going and finding a really great grounding technique and, and see if that can work for you. Point number four here, and, and this is big, I've been working on this for probably about the past year, is you need to check your environment. Because even though you might be stressed about Maybe some clients fell off and you're worried about uh, your income and, and there's bills coming up and, and all that, all that you know, actual stuff happening in your life. The environment that you live in can accelerate that. So energy, again, this comes back to energy. I've been doing a lot of energy work definitely over the past year a lot and now a lot of internal energy. Energy likes movement and energy likes space. So in your own physical environment, have a look at your house. Is your house cluttered and a mess? Is your office a mess? You know, what, what, what's the state of your car? What does that look like? Is it chaotic and dirty and there's, you know, garbage in there or wrappers or things that you've just been meaning to clear out? What about your email inbox? Are there emails that you need to go through? Even on my phone, I've noticed when you have those little numbered icons, like on Instagram, if there's like, or sorry, like Facebook message, if there's like a three or my text message, there's like a four, all of that stuff, you know, emails or, or on your phone, it reminds you of things you need to do again, living in the future. Oh yeah, I need to do this. I need to do that. But you're like, oh, I just, I can't do it right now. So it leaves you that little fraction of stress. And all these micro fractions add up to, to a larger problem and it compounds on how you're feeling. Um, a big one for me is my, my browser tabs, exactly what we were even talking about with, with the brain. Um, I have to be careful. You know, Joe and I, we have our, our summit coming up. Uh, we have our mentorship. Uh, I'm going to be launching iLaunch again soon. Um, my, my program, I'm going to be talking about that a little bit here more in the show. And I'm, next episodes. Um, 
Uh, we have our mastermind starting for our mentorship graduates. Like there's a lot of projects on the go and I can leave a lot of tabs open because I'm always working on a lot of things at different times throughout the day or the week. So I've been really mindful on closing down my workday every single day. Close down your workday and come back to it. Um, even my desktop icons. Uh, so I'm recording this through my phone right now. And actually on the flight home, uh, I ended up, I cleared up my desktop and I cleaned a bunch of stuff out of my computer on the flight home last night. So I've been really mindful on cleaning up my spaces because you, it might not be like, okay, whatever. Like you, your, your whole desktop is just filled with folders and files and icons, but to the brain, and to your vibrational state and to those cortisol, adrenaline, chemical states in your body, the reminders of things that you should clean up. And naturally, we want clean, clutter-free freedom, right? Like that's what you want. That's what, that's what naturally human beings are after is freedom and space. If you have all this clutter in your life, it's going to compound to your mental state. So really, really have a look at your environment and what you can clean up. And you would be surprised. And I've been mindful. Uh, I wouldn't say I do it every week, but, you know, at least a couple times per month of just having an audit, being like, okay, like what kind of environment am I living in right now? What am I seeing every day? And, you know, I'm bad for throwing clothes on the floor or, you know, leaving laundry in the dryer and, you know, all these things that add up to all these tabs open in our head of all the stuff we have to do. So manage your environment. And I promise it will help with that, with that mental stress. And, and number five here, which is kind of like a little bit of a bonus, um, you know, we have a lot of, of health and, and fitness professionals that listen to me here moving your body. And as much as you might think you might not have time or you're on a restraint or it's not a priority right now, moving your body and moving that energy, that's what it does. It Physical movement moves energy throughout your body. And I know for myself, like if I'm upset, like maybe Joe and I had a fight or something or there's something happening in the family or like, you know, when there's that emotional upset, I tend to go to cleaning because it's movement for me. I'm like, I got to keep moving. Like, I can't just sit here and stew on what's happening, that 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 physical movement. So maybe you're not in a, a massive emotional distress. You're just in your everyday stress, making sure that you are moving your body, moving energy, keep that fluidity moving throughout your body is going to help you. And how many times have you gone, you know, in for a workout and you're a little bit like stressed out? You're like, oh, like I shouldn't be here right now. I should be doing something out, something else. When you come out, you feel so much better. So make, you know, movement every single day or at least, you know, five, six times a day a priority in your life. And that will help you manage that stress and that energy happening within your body. So. I hope this helped you. Um, you know, thank you, Zita. Thank you so much for this um, this episode. Because at first I was like, stress. I'm like, okay, how how can we talk about stress and really make this into an episode? And as I started, you know, reflecting on on how I manage stress, and you know, this is a this is an, it's an art, it, it's a practice. And for myself, who's a high performer, for myself who wants to do big, amazing things, for myself who feels like I've, I'm barely getting started with what I'm doing in my business. And, and I know that that's you as well. 
So it takes managing these vibrations and these energies so that we can get to new levels. Because if you're not managing how you're reacting or how you are managing that stress right now, you're never going to be able to move to new heights of your business because your mind is just not going to have that space for it. And if you know that you get upset or worked up from stress or that stress burns you out, guess what? You're not actually going to have the space to create new ideas for new heightened levels of your life. And subconsciously, you know, if we talk about the subconscious mind, uh, Brenda Johnston's show Limitless Life is great for this. Um, we've had her on the show here a couple of times. How your subconscious works, you know, the things that you don't really think about that you do, you know, if you know that you get worked up over stress or that you burnt out over stress or you don't like a lot on your plate, you're never going to be able to do bigger and newer things because you will always self-sabotage yourself. So we need to learn to manage these micro things going on in our life so that we can handle the macro stuff that we really want to do. So number one, ask yourself, is this my stress? Is this my drama that I'm living into? Number two, is this worth me getting worked up about? Can I manage this a little bit better? Number number three is grounding and meditation and grounding. So clearing your mind, closing those tabs going on your mind, coming back into your body and being connected to yourself again, not not connected to your headspace, connected to your physical body. And number four, environment. Check that shit. Check it. Check it. And I know, I know you got a space in your house right now or your car or maybe your computer. You're like, yeah, yeah, Sarah, I got got to handle that right now. Go do that. Like, like today before you do anything. That's the first thing, like handle, handle the, the environment. And number five, go move that physical energy throughout your body every single day because it will help you manage your headspace. All right, guys, I'll check you on the next episode. Uh, just a quick reminder, if you want to come on and be a, a guest live coaching episode, please go to sarahfennel.com backslash, or is it forward slash? I don't know, whatever that, that slash is, slash apply, sarahfennel.com slash apply. And uh, let's chat and let's get you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Honestly, shows and podcasts like this are not possible without you. So I have so much gratitude for my listeners. You freaking rock. If you want to find me over on Instagram, I am sarah.fennel. Tag me in a post. Let me know what your favorite episode is. Hit me up with a DM. I will always write you back. Shows like this are not possible without ratings and reviews. So if you feel so moved, please write me an honest comment, an honest review, and let us know what you think of the show. 